1: Now listen, they want me to say hello, welcome to the James Whale best bits of tonight's show. I wish you can hear every night Monday to Friday on Talk Radio from 7 till 10. But I said, wouldn't it be best to call it the worst of whale? So have a listen, see what you think. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on Talk Radio. Let's talk to Vince Cable, the former Lib Dem leader. Vince, good evening to you, sir. How are you. you... How are you um, managing in this? Well, uh, it, sounds,
2: it sounds like you. I'm, I'm having a good lockdown. Yes. In the, in the middle of the countryside, the, the English countryside in spring is unbelievably lovely. And um, long walk, cycle ride today. So, I, you know, it's almost um, you yeah. know, heaven. But yeah, I know I feel guilty about it because yeah. many other people are having a miserable time. But.
1: And, and some people who thought it was great and everything else are now being rudely awoken by the fact they're losing their jobs and jobs that are not going to come back. I think a lot of people thought, oh, well, I might lose it. But then when this is all over, I'll get the job back. And it doesn't look like that is going to happen. A friend of mine ran me. I was having a chat on the phone with him today. He lives right in central London. And he said, James, I went out for a walk the other evening, and I walked down Bond Street and Old Bond Street and and all the way around. He said, shops are not just closed, but shops like Boss and some of the high-end fashion stores are boarded up with notices saying, for sale. Really? So, we've lost a lot of, uh, a, a lot of stores have obviously decided to cut their losses in various countries.
2: Yeah, I fear this is what's going to happen. And the Chancellor spoke today to a parliamentary committee and made it very clear he understood the seriousness of the problem. There isn't going to be a bounce back. I mean, one of the reasons is that the government was so brilliantly successful with their first campaign of stay at home. They've scared the life out of everybody. Uh, And uh, people are very reluctant to come out and come out Mm. and work and come out and consume. So... Uh, we're now trapped in this very negative cycle.
1: Has the world gone slightly over the top? Because I was looking at figures today. You can only get them from really 2017. Um, in, uh, in the year 2017, uh, well, no, in, in the UK in 2018, according to research by Macmillan, very sadly, 164,782 people died from cancer. Uh, just short of 2,000 people died on the roads last year. Um, and we got this one as well. Uh, almost 12.5% of people died from dementia and Alzheimer's disease in 2017. 541,589 in England and Wales died that year also uh, an approximately 67,000. Uh, died from uh, alzheimer' and one hundred and eighty six thousand four hundred and seventy two people died from heart disease these are huge this is what happens regularly every year
2: yeah we're not immortal are we um, no no it's, it's tragic when people die uh, but I think the key point which the government is now doing is they're calculating what they call excess deaths in other words they uh, there are people yeah. dying at a higher rate than they normally would. But even that doesn't distinguish between um, the sad death of somebody who is very advanced yeah. in age and may have a few months left and a child, you know, yeah. who's got mm-hmm. 70 years in front of them. And, yeah. uh, and until we have a proper handle on that, it's difficult to assess in a logical way how severe the, the damage has been done.
1: But so far, I think it and it's tragic and I'm not trying to uh, underestimate the tragedy that is going on. It's above all these others. So far, they reckoned that about 50,000 people will have died from this. Um, three, three, I think just three children have died. Mm. Um, but we've ruined the economy of not just this country, most of the world for at least the next two generations, I would think, before we're, we're back in the black.
2: Well, that may be um, an exaggeration, but but you're certainly right that there is a generation issue here. The people who are really suffering are young people, because that's where most of the job losses are. The people who, for example, who are graduating this year from college are not going to get jobs, most of them. They're not going to get internships. And then they're going to find it very, very difficult to get into the labour market at all. And all the research suggests that um, they're permanently disadvantaged. And similarly, the, the kids who are not getting into school, I mean, the, the better organised schools, particularly in the private sector, are keeping up with kids learning. But there is a whole generation of primary and secondary school children who have just lost education permanently yep. and they're going to be at a disadvantage so you know my generation is being protected and i suppose mm. i should say thank you um but the the younger population are paying the price
1: former leader of the liberal democrats Sir vince cable the james whale show come praise the whale on talk radio uh, let's talk to jonathan uh, roberts uh, from the uh, country land and business association jonathan good evening thank you for your time good evening to you um now, uh, you need fruit pickers and vegetable pickers and all that sort of stuff. Well, uh, you know,
0: if we're going to have supermarkets that are stocked, um, their shelves stocked, ready for consumers, then we need something like 80,000 people.
1: Yeah, so answer country. my question yes, you do need them. And how are we going to get them? Why don't we get them? And why, why aren't people, I think, Ash, you said this, didn't you? Why aren't people, yeah. if, if you're on and you're fit and able and you're uh, furloughed or something like that or looking for a job, then here are the jobs, guys. Get yourself out there and do it. What's wrong with us?
0: Well, we started saying that about two months ago, six weeks ago, when all this first started happening. And actually, we were overwhelmed by the response that we had well over 50,000 people put their names forward to say that they wanted to help. Uh, now, of course, not every of those was going to be able to make it onto a farm for various reasons. Some would go back to work, some wouldn't be able to do it with their family commitments and so on. But we know many people have taken those opportunities, many more will. I mean, the picking season has barely started, certainly mm. once we get into June, July, August. Well, that's
1: not far off, my friend, that, not far off at all.
0: No, but my my message to your listeners, James, is is very clear. If you found yourself out of work or temporarily out of work, hopefully for them, there is good seasonal labour available for you, good seasonal, seasonal jobs available for you on a farm near you. Now, I'm not going to say this easy work because it's not. In many ways, it's tough work. I've done that mm-hmm. job myself uh, back when I was a student. Uh, but it is good, rewarding work uh, and, and it is available.
3: Do you get paid per amount you you get or is it? Per hour? It
0: tends to be by hour these days. I mean, rates will vary uh, according to the farm and according to the type of work and so on just like any other job. Mm. Uh, but you know, uh, We've got people at the moment putting themselves forward who are ex-military, who are builders and tradespeople, who work in factories, who work stacking shelves. You know, these are people who know the meaning of a hard day's graft and, and, mm. and they will be perfectly able to do that sort of work on a farm. It is physical work. It can't be long hours, but you'll have the sun on your back
4: uh,
0: and uh, 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 it's a rewarding job. As I say, I did it when I was a student. Uh, Now, uh,
1: let's dispel a few myths, if we may. Sorry to rush you on, but time is always... Uh, against us Um, now uh, you and you'll be in the rain and the wind and everything else but it's it you know I've years and years ago I did it myself I couldn't do it now I make no bones about it but I think if you're sort of 30 and under you and physically fit you could do this sort of job couldn't you Um, but lots of people think it's badly paid and you get these things called gang masters and you're badly treated and you're made to live in dormitories and you're bossed around and all sorts of horrible things.
0: Look, I've heard those stories as well. And I think, thankfully, they are becoming rarer and rarer still. There's all kinds of worker rights that protect people from that. And, you know, i was speaking to somebody who worked on a farm the other day who was picking asparagus uh, who was very very happy indeed and you know, th- th- this is good work as i say it's not easy work uh but it's good work and it's uh it's available of course you know with so many uh, uh jobs particularly ones that might seem a little bit alien to us now uh there are going to be various myths kicking around but put yourself forward there are various websites available where you can- uh, you know, register your name and express your interest and they will guide you through it. They will tell you everything that uh, is required of you, everything that uh, the, 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 the job entails. And ultimately, the, the decision will be, be yours. But yeah, the, you know, those old days are behind us, thankfully. All
1: right. Thank you very much indeed. Uh... Jonathan Roberts from the Country, Land and Business Association. Uh, Maybe you should do it.
3: The James Whale Show.
1: Come praise the Whale on Talk Radio. little atmosphere, very atmospheric, the theme theme tune from Vera, and it's just just such a great show. Uh, Brenda Blethyn, the star, is our guest tonight. Did you realise, Brenda, how big a hit this was going to be when you read the script?
4: No, I had no idea. Um, you always hope that what you're doing is going to be successful, but you, you never <laughs> rely on it. And when the the pilot was commissioned, um, uh, we were all absolutely over the moon. So we made mm. another three episodes, and the pilot became episode one of series one. And um, beyond our wildest dream for it to have been picked up again after that.
3: Why do you think yeah. it's been such a success?
4: Because I, she's... Um, She's like somebody you might know, and it's a, a woman of a certain age, and she doesn't depend on fashion or lipstick to be um, yeah. taken seriously. Mm. She's, um, people listen to her. She's in charge of a load of men, and I think <laughs> women <laughs> just love it. And I think the men like it too. Yeah, I, I remember I was in a, a department store. It was Marks and Spencer's in, um, am I allowed to say that? Yeah. I've just yeah. said it. Um, in uh, Newcastle, <laughs> there was a lady, an elderly lady, stood at the top of the escalator, and it was just going along the flat bit before descending. And she turned round and saw me, and she went potty. <gasps> oh, you know, it's Vera! Oh, my life is Vera! And I had to run and grab hold of her, because <laughs> she was about to go <laughs> flying down the escalator.
3: But that must happen a lot. Oh, oh, that's yeah, nice. That is that, that your clock? Yeah. Yeah.
4: That was my it says here on my phone, (laughs) bedtime reminder. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry
3: about that. I can sleep at any time these days. Well, I've got
1: loads, loads of of texts about you. This one from Richard Case, who bills himself the ghost hunter. Mm -hmm. Um and he said, excellent drama. Please tell Brenda, me and Sarah love it. Um, and loads and loads of people. Uh
3: just want me to say hi to you and what a great show Vera is. Mark oh, Hustle thanks asks. You
4: very much, Richard. Mark Thank asks,
3: uh, as, uh, as Brenda, have you ever been offered a part in the Harry Potter series? Because you would have been wonderful <laughs> in it, he says.
4: Um, <laughs> yes, there was uh, an offer um, in the, one of the early ones, but I couldn't do it for whatever reason.
1: Oh, probably so Sorry about that. That's my dogs, of course, getting, because I'm at home. Uh, probably want me to give them some attention.
4: Yeah, mine um, will start barking in a minute.
1: <laughs> well, that will be it then, because uh, once they start, they just don't stop. Um, so, had it, was it your first time really into Newcastle and uh, finding I out did. about the northeast, or not?
4: Yeah, I'd never been there before, but, um, and I love it there. It's the yeah. um, best kept secret. It's absolutely the the territory is beautiful, but the people are nice too. Yeah. I really like yeah. them.
1: Yeah. I um I I went there to work for 3 months in 1974 when this radio station was just starting up. Yeah. And I I was on a 3 month contract and I thought oh that'd be it and then I go back to London. Oh gosh I can't stay here. I went to Newcastle. I, I got into uh, a taxi. Uh, first of all driven by a, a, a lady and you never you know in the 70s that didn't happen. Yeah. In London. Um And then I was taken and she pointed out, oh, that's a block of flats where people keep jumping off the top and Mm -hmm. all kinds of other stuff. And I was getting quite scared at the time Mm -hmm. and turned up at the radio station and then found digs. And then my wife joined me and we bought a little house up in, even though I was still on a three month contract at this rate. And I thought, this is just great. And we thought it was so lovely and bought a a little house for a ridiculous amount of money um, Mm -hmm. up near Hexham. Do you ever oh, get out no. that way?
4: Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, we've been up there yeah. a few times. In fact, I just did a, a children's story for the Hexham Book Festival. Ah, uh,
1: <laughs> it is it is an unforgotten part of the country. I mean, Holy Island, you must have been there to Lindisfarne. That's home.
4: actually where Vera's house is. Mm. Um, I thought it, it
3: was. Physically, yeah.
4: but I mean, in the story. <laughs>
3: mm. Tim asks, uh, where's Vera's lovely Geordie accent gone? <laughs>
4: What now, right? Yeah, now.
3: yeah, he's very disappointed.
4: Oh <laughs> well, I'm glad you approve of it to start with.
3: <laughs> well yeah, that's true, isn't it? Did you get I mean it is a great
1: accent. It is a real I mean it 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 it's a very difficult accent to do. It
4: is, and I think the tendency is to overdo it. But uh, yeah. um a lot of the people um that Ape- I've met um yeah, that sort of <laughs> uh, uh, um I've hardly got an accent at all.
1: The James Whale Show. Come praise the wheel on Talk Radio. I met a friend of mine we were socially distancing, sat and had a beer. Well hold on, where in, was that? In my garden. Whoa, whoa,
3: whoa. Is that alright? Is that alright? I'm all just right. checking with the authorities. Have you got a bit of a cough? I'm worried about you. That's all right. I am it's uh, because uh, I'm nibbling a biscuit. Well no, that's fine. You do you nibble away. That's uh yeah, there's nothing worse than biscuit crumbs on the lung. Veg, veg, cauliflower, Vege, you veg,
1: veg. let veg, 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 veg,
3: runner beans, carrot, veg. Tom, are you a, are you a baron?
0: My uncle. He's a, well, he's a member of the House of Okay, listen.
1: Baron James sounds better. We were there yeah, in yeah. Brook Lane about half past one in the morning and then a gang came in. Do you remember?
3: Yeah, yeah and that's what became famous as the Battle of Cable Street, <laughs> isn't it? And it's where he won There's a plaque on the wall. I
1: like all chocolate biscuits, you know? Not all chocolate. I mean those chocolate biscuits well, that are chocolate. chocolate than, yeah. You mean the what? The
0: Libris. To say we're going to have sensible debate and then we're going to move
1: over to the James Whale show as if somehow maybe that... James Whale <laughs> is the least sensible person I know. That was uh, the clips for today. The worst of whale, or sorry, sorry, the best of James Whale. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed them. Well, I suppose if you didn't enjoy them, you won't be listening, will you? Anyway, I'll be back 7 o'clock until 10, Monday to Friday, on Talk Radio. Have a great day. Thank you for listening.